Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. We're going to talk fantasy football a little bit today, and maybe some conspiracy theories. See what we can get into. Uh, thank you for coming back. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening to us on. Uh, I want to thank Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza for sponsoring this episode. Uh, please go there for any of your uh, adult beverage needs. Uh, and Also, thank you to Brian Schilling from Long & Foster Real Estate on Main Street in Annapolis. If you're looking to buy a home or sell a home in the Annapolis, Arnold, Severna Park, or I just guess I should just say greater Annapolis area, please give him a call. Um, we... Uh, we only take on sponsors for the show that we know and that we use. Um, we we know the owners of Cheers and Spirits personally, and we know Brian personally as well. And we wouldn't have taken the sponsorship if we didn't believe that they were good companies to do business with, um, or if they weren't uh, good people for us to refer you to. So if you need uh, anything in those two areas, be it adult beverages or home purchasing or selling, go ahead and uh, head on over to either one of those two uh, and let them know we sent you. And I am 100% sure that you'll be satisfied with the service you've received. All right, fantasy football time. So part of the reason why we're doing this is I we've we've talked about betting in the past, um, haven't always been right, but I've done fairly okay the last two years picking games. The most okayest gambler. Okayest, yes. <laughs> so I get I guess like the 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 big names in the industry they pick at like seventy fifty seven percent. Against the spread, I think I'm at 54. I'm probably closer to 55. percent You're almost a pro. I'm. I pick fairly well <laughs> for an average Joe. Right. Um. So this year, I'm actually going to put the my weekly picks out for free. So we started the Driveway Beers podcast uh, Discord server. Just for NFL picks, it's not somewhere where it's not really going to be community based where people can talk and and chit chat. Um, it's basically going to be me putting out picks the week of the games or a couple days before the games, so that people can use them. And if they use them and win, great. If they don't, sorry for your luck. Don't listen to a schlub on that you hear on a podcast. <laughs> um, it's uh. 100% free. I'm going to post the links to the Discord on our Twitter. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes of the show. So no matter where you're listening, you'll be able to click on the link and join the Discord. The Discord is completely free. Um, it. This is, a, I guess the disclaimer is this is not financial advice. I am not a professional gambler. I'm simply for fun. Um, but if you feel like you want to Use those picks to place your own bets. Feel free. Um, 
So I'll put the links out there in the description of the show notes, and uh, I'll put it on our social media as well. Feel free to join. But we wanted to talk today um, about fantasy football because we both are in a league for that. And to be honest, I think this is going to be one of the toughest years to do a draft. Well, it used to be like almost formulaic, right? Mm -hmm. You would go, I remember in college was the first time I did it. And I never did it the old-fashioned way where you had to like, you know, uh, without a computer. I've always done it with a computer. Either Yahoo Sports or ESPN or, or CBS, whichever one it was. And it was almost, you would pick your, you, you got a decent quarterback, you got a couple running backs, some receivers, and you're, as long as you, you pick those, those couple guys, you had some decent, you, you're going to do okay. Minus injuries. But now in the NFL, the running back has, has been so devalued. It's all running back by committee. They get hurt so fast, and they just bring dudes in. Like, last year, I was almost convinced that the Ravens were going to call me up to play running back for them. Right. <laughs> like, I was the next one on the list. Listen, you were about the right side. I mean, Pat Ricard was out there playing uh, running back and fullback. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah. Um, so, it's that kind of messed me up. And then, just the way these offenses run, and it's just not as predictable. Like, it. It used to be your every team had that number one back, mm-hmm. and if your number one back got hurt, you could find and you're in a 14 team or a you know a, a 12 person league, you go find another decent running back to replace them. Right. But now it's just this you you can't tell from one week to the next what what they're going to be doing with their running backs by committee. Prime example that a lot of people would take. Imagine when, like Zeke Elliott was one of the top running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. Got paid last year. People were picking Zeke in like probably the top six, seven rounds. Yeah. Lo and behold, Tony Pollard has a better season, mm-hmm. and Zeke now doesn't have a team. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff that happens, and it's like, yeah, the uh, the guys that are clear cut number ones like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Problem is they're injury prone. Yeah. So if you take if you waste a high draft pick, if you had a first round draft pick on Chris McCaffrey, your season could be done by week three. Yeah. Because you didn't pick up a quarterback until round four. Yep. Because you, especially in the PPR leagues, you need receivers. Because especially if you're playing three of them. Yeah. You need receivers and you need a quarterback that can run because. Nowadays, if you don't have a quarterback that runs, you're losing points. Yeah, well, like a Peyton Manning would be completely worthless. Worthless. Like that, his 40 touchdowns yeah. doesn't compare to a Jalen Hurts throwing 26, 27 touchdowns, rushing for another 10, but also adding on those rushing yards to his passing yards. I mean, it's still 4,000 yards, but it's... It's getting those six points for the touchdowns on the rushes too. Yeah. Um. Like the Matthew Stafford. I mean, I don't think you could trust Matthew Stafford to throw. I mean, mm. he, he's probably a backup quarterback on your team. Yeah. Whereas back when he was in Detroit throwing a Megatron, I mean, oh. that goes that guy was good for thirty eight 
touchdowns a year. Almost. Yeah, the Lions weren't going to do shit, but yeah. your combination of... Well, you knew he was going to throw because yeah. the Lakers were behind every game. Yep. Because the Lions didn't have a defense that could stop shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's tough for me. Who, who can you really pick up now? Like, in my opinion, there's no guarantee number one pick anymore. Yeah. My strategy... Even guys like, uh, what's his name, Henry up in... Um, the Tennessee? Tennessee? Yeah, who's like a tackle that runs the football. Yeah, he, even he got hurt last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, it, my strategy lately has been to pick up first round and second round to pick up two wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Or wide receiver quarterback. Just to make sure I got one of the top three or five quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, because between... I'm trying to think. For quarterbacks, I mean, Lamar Jackson, if he stays healthy, um, the uh, Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, he's only done it for one year, but I think he's going to be solid. Oh, man. I, I mean, Mahomes, but Mahomes doesn't run as much as those guys do. Well, as they get older, they stop. Right. I mean, Josh so, Allen runs a little bit, too. Yeah. But he's... He, He's nowhere near the athlete the other two are. He's just so he's just his he's gonna run through you, not around you. Right. He's just so damn big. I'm just trying to I'm, I'm just trying to think of who else you could pick as a quarterback. I liked Derek Carr last year, but that went south in Vegas. Now he's in New Orleans. Some people could bank on a bounce back year from Russell Wilson, but he's getting up there in age, but he's playing for Sean Payton. Yeah. So that could be a turnaround. Um, I'm not sold on Geno Smith up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff, maybe, in Detroit. Uh, I mean, Joe Burrow, he, he, he's not going to be able to move. He's a statue. Yeah, then you've got Sunshine down there. Trevor. Uh, I like that dude, though. Yeah. Uh, that, that team's going to be something to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, Vegas knows it. Yeah. So I was looking at futures bets. Ravens over under is 10.5. I, I picked the over. The Raiders is six and a half. I took the over there too. But they're stipulated on Lamar's got to stay healthy mm-hmm. and Jimmy Garoppolo's got to be healthy. Yeah. Jimmy G puts up wins yeah. in this league. Um, when he's there. When he's there. Because <laughs> there's a lot of times he's not there. And he's also got to fight the Josh McDaniel effect because that guy can screw up anything. <laughs> but I think with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Um, I think their offense and their defense is good enough. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll get over six and a half wins, especially if Denver still sucks. Yeah. And Seattle goes back to not being great, which they weren't really great last year. They were good enough. They surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Although that's a different division. That's the NFC. Yeah. Who's the AFC West? Kansas City. And that's losses. but um, Las Vegas. San, and San Diego, but LA. Yeah. yeah. LA Chargers. But the Chargers are going to charge her. Yeah. They're, they're going to blow it every year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they'll get to seven. It's not a big hurdle. The one I was looking at, and the line moved. So the Arizona Cardinals, I think they're going to be god-awful. Kyler Murray's out for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. They say he's going to come back, and he's not. He, sure. He's not coming back for two. Should have played baseball. A month or two. Should have should have gone baseball. <laughs> like, I can almost guarantee how this is going to go. He's going to be healthy enough to go. Mm-hmm. But they don't have J.J. Watt anymore. DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Yep. They have no weapons for this dude. They don't really have a running back. The offensive line is not great. 
Mm-hmm. So you're gonna throw him. In, you're gonna throw your franchise quarterback who you just paid back there when you're zero and three because Colt McCoy is your starting quarterback right now. Yeah, you're gonna be about zero and three. Your schedule is that that Cardinal schedule is brutal. <laughs> the over under was five and a half, and it dropped to four and a half because people were betting the under like crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of betting. The over. I think they might get to five. But here's my worry. I don't think Kyler Murray is very good. I think he's good when DeAndre Hopkins was there because DeAndre Hopkins had that same effect on Deshaun Watson when they were in Houston. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson was a different quarterback when Hopkins wasn't in the lineup. Same thing with Murray. His numbers tanked when Hopkins wasn't in the lineup. I think he, even if he comes back, I think they scratch and claw to five. It's hard not to win five in the NFL. You got to be epically bad. Yeah, even but, the Commanders. <laughs> what did they get to six last year? Yeah, Seven? they that. You know what? I'll tell you what. As much as I crap, first of all, they have they've had a renaissance because the Dan Snyder's gone, right? And the people they, rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gone, but last year I watched them play. They were playing old school smash mouth run up the guts football. I loved it. As a former offensive lineman, I just I love watching it. They put together an eleven minute drive. They killed an entire quarter with one drive. <laughs> and it was awesome. And there were a whole bunch of like non football people that were just like your typical drunk slob, like, dude, dude, the football is boring. Well, you know what, dude? No, this is awesome. Right. So uh but yeah, even they managed to eke out. <laughs> like, there was a way that they could have gone to the playoffs, right? Yeah, I, it's gonna be. I, I'm really thinking of betting the over there, but I also just might leave it alone. Mm. That might be my best move. Um, I'm just trying. I, I think um, the reason why I brought because we were talking about Ronnie Bass down in Jacksonville, and I was looking to bet their over. But their line is, I think, I think it's nine and a half or it's either nine and a half or eleven and a half. I can't remember. Like it's it's high. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I don't I don't know if I can take this line. But in the NFC South, you've got Indianapolis, who's terrible. Gonna play, they're going to play a rookie quarterback with Anthony Richardson. You've got the Saints, who they got Derek Carr, mm-hmm. but they have nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I guess they have Alvin Kamara. The Saints are usually just mindling anyway. Yeah. Other than that one Super Bowl run. And then you got the Bucks. Yeah. Who have everything but a quarterback. You got you got Mike Evans. You still have uh uh the Godwin kid. Mm-hmm. Um nothing really uh running back wise, but you got a decent offensive line. Jensen comes back this year from the ACL. Um, defense is still okay. I I think they can win despite Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. unless Byron Leftwich has some magic down there. But yeah, I mean he's been coaching Tom Brady for two years. Does he remember how to coach? <laughs> sure, shit wasn't going to coach Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's coaching you, right? You know, well maybe he'll take what Tom Brady taught him and who maybe. knows. So I, I'm wondering if the if it's nine and a half or eleven and a half, I. I think because my thing is, I think they get the 10 or 11. I don't know if they get the 12. 
So if it's 11 and a half, I don't think I can bet it. Right. I don't think I can bet that over. Um, and I'm surely, it, but they could, I think Doug Peterson's a good coach. Um, and that team was really good down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I think they won like six straight at the end. Yeah. And they were a tough out mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So, I don't know. I, that team really seemed to enjoy playing for Peterson, too. They did. That, that was a neat, a nice, a neat team to watch. I was, I was pulling for them. You, they weren't playing for uh, Urban Meyer, who was kicking people in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally kicking them in the nuts. <laughs> hey, partner, let me, let me tap your coconuts. Right. No. <laughs> How about you don't? But, yeah, I almost didn't. So I wasn't going to do fantasy football this year because I'm tired of it. And it takes up a, t- a ton of time. And I just don't – I don't pay enough. I like watch. I like to watch the Ravens. I watch one game a week. It's the Ravens. Sometimes I'll watch a, a Reds – I mean, Commanders, whatever they're calling themselves now. They're, there's a petition to change again. Um, I'll watch that. If there's a decent game, rivalry game, something like that, I'll watch that. But generally, like I, I want to watch the Ravens, and I don't want to. I don't want to watch anything else. I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Oh, I've got a, f- you know, a fantasy player in this game, and I want to watch it." Then I got to watch this one because I have another fantasy player, and I just I don't have the energy for it. Um, so that's my one. Th- and then the other thing is, like I say before, like it was almost formulaic. Like you figured out. Get a decent quarterback, decent running backs and receivers, and you'd be okay. And now it's just all crazy. I just I, I didn't feel like doing it. And the only reason I did it is because when the guy that runs my league, who's a buddy of mine, put the text out like who's in, I just never responded, I'm out. <laughs> and then he asked me again last week, you in? I was like, well, I was going to be out, but it's too late, and I don't want to be a dick, so I'm in. He said, okay. <laughs> so I was like, that's the only reason I'm doing it because yeah. I don't want to be a dick. I might auto-draft the team <laughs> because oh, I found that when I have some stupid draft strategy, I get destroyed. Mm-hmm. When I just draft best available player, I do so much better. So why would I sit there? Because you can set it up like you know, I want to pick best available, these positions first, and then this one, and then you can, you can set it up to, and it'll do that. Yeah, and you can remove the players that you absolutely don't want. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then we get into like, you know, once I get past like the you know tenth round of the, like, I'm just like, okay, hurry up. I, I don't care. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't, or I do because they were they were good ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll pick that guy. Why not? So, I'm like, oh, that guy plays there now. <laughs> I pick it. So yeah, I'm the opposite. For me, the work begins after the seventh round. Well, th- and that's what they say. Like that's what wins your is those late round picks and your sleepers. I don't have the energy, nor do I care enough to look into it that much. Right. So I'm probably the guy. Now I always set my lineups. I'm never that guy that doesn't set because it's frustrating when you're in a league and there's that guy that stopped caring after week three, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, and this is a hundred dollar league, so it's. You know, people were putting some decent money into it, right? And the thing is, the first time, the first year I played this league, I won it. And then last year, I was leading it, and then a stupid injury, and you know, and then I had another time I'm watching a game. The running back needed to get four yards after the first half, so he had an entire half, the second half, to get four yards. Yeah. And then they switched over to some stupid pass happy because they were down. Right, 
and he didn't get four yards in an entire half of football. I lost by four tenths of a point. I was like, this is bullshit. I'm done with this. I'm effing done. I'm done. Yep. So, um, yeah, very just. But again, I know these guys. The guy that runs it's a friend of mine. Like, I'm not going to be the dick that says, oh, I'm out. And the draft is a week away. I guarantee, though, this year, after the last week, you're going to be the first one to text and be like, I am out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I I do a league. Mine's similar. It's 75 to get in. Um, Good group of people. But I'm kind of like you now with, like, regular fantasy football. I'm just kind of like, I'm done with it. And, and, and with this league, it's a little bit more weird. There's there's no trading that goes on. Everyone overvalues their players, so a lot of that fun is gone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not able to improve my team halfway through the season through a mutually good enough trade, right? Mm-hmm. Like people just way overvalue their people. Like I had someone there was a guy that was coming off an injury from week 9 and he's valuing him like he was playing the entire season. From last year's stats, I'm like, no, man, you can't. Like, you're valuing him way over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm valuing him for what he is now. He's a guy coming off a knee injury, and I just need a running back. And I'm not going to give up you know, a, a top quarterback just because I got him on my bench. Yeah. Like, next time, draft better quarterbacks if that's what you need. Because. I always draft heavy in one position, mm-hmm. and I do it on purpose because I'm trying to short someone, a good player somewhere. Yeah, so if you have all the good players in that position, they don't. Right. That means someone's short. Yeah. So let's say, like, in the first round, I got I got my quarterback. Second round, I got a good receiver. Third round, I got a good receiver. Coming through the fourth round, if I, the players that I want are either not a fourth-round pick and I can get them later, or I'm not valuing who's there very high, I'll take another... I I would take another receiver to have three, Mm -hmm. and I'll still take two more later on that I wanted to begin with. Because what I'm doing is I'm making it so someone else is going to be short a receiver, and they're going to need one at some point. Now, again, injuries can throw all of us out, or one of the guys I just picked could get injured, and they're not worth shit. But for me, like it's worth a fourth round pick. Cause like for me, fourth to seven, you're you're getting unless you pick one of the top tight ends. Because for me, tight ends, there's four worth having. Yeah, the rest are shit, and you're pretty much going off of one who can emerge, and then you can snap up. Mm-hmm. Or two, it's based on uh, it's based on matchup and who gives up. Uh, a lot of catches down the middle. Yeah. That's what you're looking for at that point. So if none of those people are there, tight. let's say tight ends went in round three, so I can't pick up a good tight end, I'm still not going to pick up a running back now. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take another good receiver, mm-hmm. and I might take one in the next round too. And if that shorts somebody, good. Yeah. Like, we're, like this is, we're playing... Like, oh, what did you do that for? You don't need him. No, I don't need him, but you do. Yeah. And we're playing for money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you you put, I mean, 75 bucks in a lot, but anything, to me, anything over 25 bucks, you're bringing your big boy pants to the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know some people. Oh, I play for a thousand. Well, good for you. You're, you're a schmuck. Yeah, you're a dope. Yeah. Um, but the other so one way I've been playing fantasy football that I like a lot better than the traditional league is through FanDuel. Mm-hmm. And FanDuel, what you can do is you can set up what they call a championship, which is a dumbass name. They should just call it community league. But you set it up. You set the number of players. Everybody pays up front. Mm-hmm. They pay it to FanDuel. You don't have to deal with any of it. Yeah. And they're entered for the entire year. So they don't have to pay weekly. It's the one upfront fee. Mm-hmm. FanDuel handles all the weekly payouts and all the yearly payouts. So for weekly, like we pay 50 bucks to join it. Weekly, if you win the week, you win 12 bucks. So you could technically, if you won five weeks, you make all your money back through that. Yeah. Um, you're picking your lineup week to week. So if someone gets hurt, don't worry. Then carry over next week. You're yeah. picking a completely new lineup the next week. Um, you have to worry about bye weeks. Right. I mean, let's say at the end of the season, you're in like eighth place. You have no chance of getting in the top three, which get paid out. If I still got four weeks left, I could still win each week mm-hmm. and make close to my entry fee back. Yeah. So there's always incentive, even toward the end of the year, even if you're out of the championship, you can still win money. Mm-hmm. So it's there's still... Uh, there's still uh, an incentive to keep playing at the end of yeah. the year. So, for me, that that seems to be the better way to go for fantasy football. Um, I mean, FanDuel takes their cut, but whatever. Yeah, I... So, the FanDuel League, I did it once, and, it, it, like, I would just be like, oh, crap, I forgot to set my freaking FanDuel. And it was like, it's one more damn thing to do. Right. And... So I just I don't know I think I just I think I just want to watch the Ravens and have that be my Sunday and that's it and not have to worry about any other players injuries bye weeks you know oh this guy they're now doing some stupid West Coast nonsense offense like nope don't care I just want to watch my Ravens play and then move on with my week. I, I see the appeal of that. Yeah. And to be honest with you, next year I might go that route. Uh, Just I, I'm I think I'm I think I'm, I'm like you. If I can get this off of my it when you when you talk about it like I, I want to get it off my plate, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. It's a chore. Yeah. It's something and then I'll think cuz like then my wife and I were in a league together. She's like, "Do you set your lineup?" I was like, "Oh, crap." And then I'm sitting there she's like, "Well, what should I do?" Uh, put all your worst players in. <laughs> well, no, you should tell me. Like, no, we're competing against each other. Like, put all your worst players in. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> then I have to set her lineup. Right. And it's, I don't want to, I was thinking about doing one because my oldest is now, like, he's super into sports and all his little goofball friends are all into sports about putting a lead together for them and then let them do it. If he needs some help or whatever, I'll help him out. But, hey, it's your team. Do what you want. But, Again, it's more or doing a team and just having him run it, but I'm not letting him run my team for when I got a hundred dollars on the table. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just really sick of it, and I just want to. I just want to eat popcorn and watch the Ravens play. That's all I want to do. There's something to be said, and I think it's like <clears throat> when you get older. I know this is like, oh boy, get off my lawn, right? Yeah. But there's something to be said. For not having anything to do. Mm-hmm. Or anything, like, not adding additional worry. 
Yeah. Right. And that people are like, it's a game. What are you worried about? It's just another thing to think about. But if it's something that I have to do, and again, like I'm not going to be the guy that forgets about the team because it's so frustrating when you're like into it. So say you're in you're battling for a spot with somebody else and the guy who you're trying to compete for this spot for is playing against the dude that hasn't set a lineup in four weeks. You're like, oh, gee, that's a win for him. Yeah. Because this guy's, you know, like, he's, at least in the NFL, he'd be the worst team in the league, and they have a chance to, to win that game. Yeah, but here it's like, oh, he didn't, like. He's start, starting to quarterbacks on the IR. Yeah, and, and both his uh, running backs are on bye weeks. You know, and this other guy is suspended. So, like, right, right. why are we, like, there's no point in, like, oh, there's a win for you. So, but, and then the other part is I end up losing to that guy. Right. I mean, how the F did I lose to this guy? He, half his roster wasn't set. He had one guy that went off for 50 points. Yeah. Or my defense decided to get trounced. Right. You know? You got negative 30 from your yeah. defense. I almost want to set a league up where there's no defense. Because defense does nothing but cost you points. I don't like having defense. Yeah. It's dumb. Now, there's some things where you draft defensive players, which F that. That's too much. Yeah. That's too much. Like, I, I just don't. I don't pay attention enough. And it's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, like, I like football. I love watching football. I'm just not that into it to be able to sit. I have other things going on. Right. I'm, I'm now coaching two baseball teams, by the way. So, which is another rant that I'm about to go off on. But it's like, why? And then I got to worry about this stupid fantasy team that I don't care about and didn't want to do in the first place. So. Yeah. There's something to be said for me for being able to sit on the couch and just enjoy the game. Yeah. Or say the Ravens are playing one of my fantasy guys. That's like, well, my quarterback's playing against the Ravens. So I want the Ravens to win. I want the score to be like 63 to 60. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> oh, but wait. I have that defense too. Crap. Right. So I got to root against the Ravens, but I don't want to do like no, I'm just done with it. So yeah, it's. I don't want to root like that's the thing. Like I didn't want to root against the teams that I like, and I felt like I had to do that sometimes. I'm like, yeah. oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this. Like now, it's just adding. Not that it adds stress, but it's just like, ugh. I just want to watch. Yeah, I just want to watch and enjoy. It. If they lose, they lose. If they win, great. Well, and that's the other thing. Like when I watch the Ravens play, like I know people who, if they lose, it ruins their week. It doesn't even ruin my day. Like, the second the game's over, it's done. I don't care. And pretty much where I work, everyone's either... All my friends at work are either Redskins. They're, they're all Redskin Cowboys. That's the big the big deal. So, like, I just come in the Ravens, and I let those guys fight, and then I just poke the bear <laughs> one way or the other, and then I don't have to, to deal with... So I don't have a dog in the fight. So I don't even have that to worry about. Like, once the game's over, like, I'm kind of done with it. Like, yeah, they lost. Or they, yeah, they won. It doesn't make or, or break my day. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Redskins, by the way, there's a group out there called NAGA. Now that's mm-hmm. not that's not MAGA, but M A G A. It's NAGA. N A G A. Okay. It's a Native American group that is in favor and actively trying to get the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. To change back to the Redskins. Yeah. So now if, you, if you're that team in Washington, you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. 
You got rid of the name because people complained. Native, Native American people complained, or so-called Native American people complained, to get you to get rid of the name. Yeah. When it just might have been some political group that just wanted to get up Daniel Snyder's butt. Mm-hmm. Now, you have an actual Native American group who's saying that not only was the name uh, was it, uh, reverential to Native Americans, mm-hmm. but the picture of the, the mascot on the, on, the, on the uniforms was actually a, a fairly important historical figure in a good way. Yeah. For Native Americans as well. If you're if you're the new owner of the of the Washington football team, what do you do? Because the commander's name sucks. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. And even the the rollout, and then they have Major Tutty. Yeah. This is awful. It's just it, it was just it was like he did everything he could to screw it up. Um. Yeah, it's. If I'm changing it back. Straight, just changing it back. Straight up. So You gotta figure the people that didn't want it to begin with aren't going to football games and spending money on football anymore. No. Right? No. And there, there was a couple there was some there was some, some lady who was a member of some small tribe down in southern Maryland and she was amped up about it. And I think it was, and she ended up dying. And I think it's just because it, she got attention. And there was some other uh, sports reporter for the Washington Post. She was calling him the Washington football team before that was their name for two seasons. So, um, a 40-year-old white woman. like right. th- That's who's upset about this stuff. Right. No, like, in fact, if you go to a lot of reservations, the high school mascot, like, they're high, will we- they'll, they'll either be called the Redskins or they will wear that logo as their actual logo. And then if not, a lot of them wear old Washington Redskins stuff to kind of say, hey, this is th- to take pride in who they are. So just being looked at completely wrong by a whole bunch of people that just have a very big platform to complain about things. It's funny. There's a guy on the on Twitter named uh, Lakota Man, I think mm-hmm. is his name. It's a very fairly prominent Twitter uh, handle. And... He posted a picture of some Native American guy wearing a shirt that said Caucasians. He goes, so white people, how does this make you feel? I don't care. A hundred percent of the people replied. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> like this kind of backfired on you. Man. Yeah. Like no one cares. Yeah. It's not. Like, you, you try to create something that was going to insult a group of people. And a hundred percent of them said. I'd buy that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, it completely did the exact opposite of what you wanted it to. Right. And maybe it kind of shown a little bit of a light on yourself that maybe you shouldn't get your panties in a bunch over something quite trivial. Yeah. And, of course, now you have another group saying that actually that mascot and name was very deferential to our people. Yeah. I was like, well, crap. All right, what is it? Mm-hmm. So, I think it'll be interesting. I, I think that owner is kind of like in a no-win situation. He's obviously not going to change it for this year. Yeah. And I think he should kind of rip the Band-Aid, change it back next year mm-hmm. if he wants to. 
and just let it run. Yeah, or and at least get away from the command. Washington football team was better than the commanders. I keep saying Washington team football. Yeah. By the way, I, I put that on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many people's heads that went over. <laughs> as far as just not understanding what the hell guy was talking right. about. Like, I was like, I, wrote, I wrote back to one guy. I was like, you don't understand the marketing potential this has. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll sell out a merch every week. Yeah. Yeah, everyone will wear it. Everyone. I wear it. I'm not even a fan of the team. <laughs> I got I get myself a, a burgundy and gold sweatshirt that's a WTF yeah, on it. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. I have posters, yes. a hat. <laughs> oh, no, this doesn't mean that. It means Washington team football. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, I say what it actually means 30 times a day. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, and then that stupid major tutty, like, I had a problem with that because it was, so... Commander, if you go by ranks, is a Navy rank. Mm-hmm. And a commander is equivalent to a lieutenant colonel in the Army Marine Corps Air Force. Okay. Major Tutty, it's not even the right rank. That would be the lieutenant commanders. At least make him lieutenant colonel Tutty. Or colonel Tutty. Get promoted. Make him colonel Tutty. Make him an 06. The weird thing is they made it a pig. Yeah, and it's a creepy-looking pig. So why not just leave the hogs? Yeah. Like, why did you have to come up with a name for it? Like, your mascot could have been the hogs. Yeah, it was cool. It was already there. Yeah. It was established. Call, make it the Red Hogs. You don't have to change the song that much. Right, right. So it baffles my mind. Yeah, it was just bad. And then they had the Sean Taylor, like, tribute on the club level. And which Jackson Mahomes decided to dance on top of. Yeah, and then it was wearing the 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 mannequin was wearing soccer cleats. <laughs> Come on, guys! Like just tell like me, tell me you don't know football without telling me you yeah. don't know football. <laughs> but thank God that's all gone. So we'll we'll see what happens with them. But I don't have a whole lot of faith in. I mean, the name the name change was probably. A politically motivated stunt because it came in 2020 when a lot of political stuff was going oh, the, on. Yeah, the, the Cleveland Indians changed to the Guardians, which is so stupid. And then my kids' T-ball team was the guard. I was like, I got signed the Guardians. Right. I would have taken any. I would have taken the Yankees over this. Ooh. I would have. One hundred percent. No, no, no. That's like no. The Yankees and Red Sox are off the table. I would take either one over the Guardians. Take the the A's, the White Sox, the White Sox. How about them? And then someone else already had them. And then I decide I'm going to buy an old Chief Wahoo hat. So I go on to look for one. 80 bucks. It's like, nope. Wow. (laughs) That nostalgia pays. Yeah. So no thanks. We'll get it. We got a little bit of time. We're going to. We weren't going to talk politics in this episode. And maybe it's not. But the, the wildfires in Maui happen. There's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. And people who listen to the show know we love our conspiracy theories. <laughs> and most of them have probably come true by the now. The problem is a lot of them are coming true. Yeah. I know. At one point, is a conspiracy theory not a conspiracy if it keeps coming true? Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's true. another thing. The CIA made up that term. Right. To discredit people that had anti-establishment takes on things. Yeah. So this anti-establishment ta- take is that these fires were caused by directed energy weapons or a- lasers. A.K.A. 
from space. The Jewish space laser. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep at so it, I ask my wife again, because every time this comes up in the news, I'm like, listen, there's a, there's a photo of a laser from space hitting a house and starting this fire. Now, it's probably been debunked 15 times, but I don't care about that right now. I'm showing her this picture and be like, I said, is this a Jewish space laser? But here's the thing. <laughs> the second, so I I didn't Google it because I didn't want to get a list, so I duck, duck, goat it. Right. <laughs> I get censored. Yes. <laughs> so I typed up Ma- like Maui Fire Laser, like something like, like yeah. that. And it came up, and there was some stuff on there, and then I started to see, like, you know, debunked CNN, MSNBC, ABC News, Snopes, all the fa- whatever independent fact checkers. And I'm like, that's how you oh, know it's real. Now I know it's real. Now I know it's real. <laughs> so if, the, if those are the sources that said it's debunked, it's real. Yeah. Because they were wrong about everything the yeah. last three years. So then they go to, I, wa- I saw this video on the gram and the guy was saying, well, a wildfire is a savage, destructive, unpredictable force from nature. We can all probably agree on that. Sure. So then he showed damage from a wildfire. And it was a nice suburban subdivision, big houses, somewhere out in California. So one house, the fire stopped exactly like where the addition of a house was put on. I mean, it was like they chopped off the house. So the addition, like it probably would have been like in one of these big McMansions, like the sunroom or the piano room or whatever, uh, or a garage. Like it looked like a wing of the house. Fancy. Yeah. So the entire house is gone except for that, like pretty much straight up and down. And then if you drew a line straight back from that, there was another house that was completely untouched. But the on the other side line, the house next to it, because I guess the houses behind were kind of offset. The house next to it completely destroyed. Except for all the trees. The trees were all still there and green. And there was a car that sat right next to it. And anyone who see the car fire, how hot they get, and they'll like melt the siding off of a house it's parked next to. So the tree is right next to the car, completely green, cars burnt. So it's like, hmm, directed energy weapon, very focused, intense heat. So you're saying that photo is from Maui? It's not from Maui. Okay. From a different fire. Okay. But... This the point of this post was like, hey, this is all like this is the fir- Maui's not the first one, it won't be the last one. And I was like, and then I saw that the independent fact checker said that this claim was entirely false. I was like, oh, it's true, true. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing, and look, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know if someone started on fire, started the fire on purpose, like Billy Joel, but. Here's where there's a couple of things that have come out of there now that people are allowed to talk um, that have been questionable in my mind. So one, neighbors have been allowed to provide supplies to neighbors that have been affected. They've been proactively blocked from just bringing neighbors food, water, whatever. That's strange to me. Yeah, and I, I don't know what to infer from that, but it's really odd. That's never been the case from Katrina 
to the California wildfires to hurricanes in Florida. There's never been an instance where people have not been able to, you know, especially before the emergency responders come in. Like FEMA comes in after the fact. Yeah. They they don't stop the the natural occurrence. They wait until it's done, they wait until it passes through, and then they come in. Yeah. That's the safe way to do it. Yeah, because if all your people that are there to help get swept away by the storm, right. there's no one there to help anyone anymore. Yeah, and never mind the fact you they FEMA has to go in and assess how much space is needed to house people that are there in, in need of housing. And then they can determine how many people they're able to send in and house of their own people. Right. Okay. You can't send 10,000 people if you only have 8,000 hotel, uh, hotel beds. Right. Cause then your, your force that's there to help is actually hurting. Cause there's nowhere to, now you gotta put 100%. all these people someplace. hundred percent, especially on an Island. You don't have these FEMA trailers where you can house people. It's more complicated, but it it's very odd for them not to allow uh, others to bring in supplies before that. Mm-hmm. So that's questionable to me. The other thing that might be questionable is, and I'm trying to th- think of a good way to put this, um... Apparently, there are people on the ground there that are offering to buy the scorched land. <laughs> and they're not insurance people. I mean, these, these these people got in there quick. This is not new. It's been like, a f- I'd say, probably the last four or five days. Mm-hmm. And FEMA's response is not there yet. I know a little something about disaster response. Not a bunch, but enough. In other natural disasters, if you look at Florida and hurricanes, Katrina down in Louisiana, the wildfires in California, um, even Tornado Alley. Now, I, I And I'll get to the counter-argument to this in a minute, but there's no one that has been going to these places and offering to buy just the raw land. Right. Like, hey, sorry this happened to you. I'll give you 150000 and you can leave right now and don't have to worry about this. That usually doesn't happen in a disaster zone. Yeah. Quick, where's Bill Gates? <laughs> the thing is, they usually wait. If someone's going to buy the land... Uh, and I get it. Maui land is valuable. Yeah. But so is so is like the Malibu area where the wildfires were. Oh, sure. Like that part of California is valuable. But people weren't going in and offering to buy that. Um, same thing with Louisiana. That Some of that land is pretty valuable. Well, even um, after that, after Superstorm Sandy, mm-hmm. all that oceanfront property on the Jersey Shore... Or the sound side property with docks and stuff. You think that wasn't a lot of, worth a lot of money? Yeah. There, there's just been a weird push trying to get people to sell the land. Mm-hmm. 
so I look, I'm I'm not trying to say there's some conspiracy and the fire was started by lasers. Although there are some pictures that look like the fire was started by lasers. Well, a lot of what we say is tongue in cheek. So if you're taking us completely seriously, thinking that we actually believe that the space lasers are doing it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean I didn't say space laser, I just said laser. <laughs> <laughs> a direct directed energy weapon yeah i mean that could come from an airplane i mean look yeah I'm, I'm not saying it came from the space laser i think it would be wicked cool if it did yeah or a ship it could come from a ship could have came from a ship could have came from an airplane i mean or I, a space station a space station yeah you know space the, force the death store star space force <laughs> <laughs> i think that's how it should be said no matter what like from dude where's my car when they were talking about the, the cult was uh Sultan. Yeah, yeah. I think if you say if anyone says the word space force, it's a space force. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I I'm not saying that that's what's happening. I'm just saying you put it all together and it's really, really suspicious. Yeah. I, I And then there hasn't been a lot of coverage of it. <laughs> none. Look at the previous disasters. Uh, more Oklahoma when a tornado just tore through that place. Um, there's another one up in Illinois. Sandy. Katrina. The big hurricanes that hit in Florida. There's huge coverage of it. National news. Yeah. Even California wildfires, which happen more frequently. They're always showing the smoke jumpers and, you know, there's people watching rich people's houses catch on fire and some of them are kind of like, yeah, fuck you. And, um, this is getting as much news attention as the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's still fucked up. <clears throat> so, you no one's heard shit about that. Yeah. Just a, just a bunch of deadly chemicals coming off a train. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Into a water supply. It's fine. Yeah, right into a watershed. It's fine. The, the, the whole world right now is like, you ever see that meme? Where it's the dog, it's a cartoon dog, and like he's in a house that's on fire. He's like, it's fine, everything's fine. Like, that's the world right now. Everyone's just like, they're like, oh no, everything's fine, dopes. Just go right back to being a zombie staring at your screen, mm-hmm. looking at freaking tits and stuff on Instagram. Like, no, Craig. No. Boobies are a nice stress relief. I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't take that away from anyone. Right. It's just, <laughs> and I'm trying to, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, right? Because uh, I mean, shoot, we already the RFK episode already got taken down over some bullshit for medical misinformation. Even though, first of all, we straight up say don't seek us for any information. Not, we are not factual in any any <laughs> means, right? There, there's no facts coming out of this, but we literally read from this the NIH report. That he read from. Now this came from the NIH. Like we got th- that uh, that video was taken down within 15 minutes for medical misinformation. Now, and I appealed it, mm-hmm. and it was upheld mm-hmm. for medical misinformation, which means nobody listened to it. Yeah, they saw RFK's name on it. Yeah. Which was a clickbait title. I get it. Don't do clickbait. Screw it. You guys don't click on shit else. Right. I got to make it clickbaity so you click on it. <laughs> but there was no medical misinformation. But here, here's the other Because we don't give out real information. But we no. did read that 
we read the the stupid pub uh, from NH. If anything was factual, it was that. Right. Of anything that we've ever done. Right. But here's the thing. If you're going to go and pull it down because what happens if this guy becomes a he's a well, right now he's a pre- candidate for, for president. Yep. So you're going to pull down everything? All you're doing is reinforcing all the crazy shit that the conspiracy theorists believe in right now by doing shit like that. Right. So like are you are they that do they think everyone's that stupid? Or do they just not care? Or are they just completely um, have absolutely no self-awareness? Like, which one is it? Could be all three. Yeah. It probably is a combination of all three. They probably do think everyone is that stupid. Mm-hmm. Or there's enough people that are that stupid. Yeah. And the people that aren't, they don't care about them. Right. They don't need they, All they need is just enough. Hey, it's, it's unreal. I mean, think about how many things that they said were conspiracy theories that ended up being true. Mm-hmm. And yet they still do the same playbook. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Nope, that's a conspiracy theory. And then six months to a year later, the sources they called it a conspiracy theory that talk to those people finally come out and say, oh, well, they might have been right. Yeah. And they finally have to report on it because they're still consider themselves a news source. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're, it, it, this is why we've talked about this. There are some people living in the United States, and from an informational standpoint, they're living a year and a half to two years in the past. Yeah. Like, they're getting information now that people have had for two years. Yeah. That's, that's you're literally living in two different informational worlds. And they're choosing to. Right. Because they go and they listen to the thing where they say, oh, this guy's a, a wacky conspiracy nut. Or if that doesn't work, they just call him racist. Miso- so, or misogynist. Yeah. Or transphobic. Transphobic is for everything now. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it is, they just slap a label on it. And then, well, I don't want to listen to the racist guy. So that's, you know, so I'm just, MSNBC's right. But, he, but it spread from MSNBC, though. It went to CNN. Mm-hmm. And then it went to ABC and NBC, CBS, mainstream Fox. Yeah. And even Fox News mm-hmm. to, to a certain extent. If people weren't getting their information from new media, basically being YouTube, um, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Podcasts. Podca- podcasts. Are, I mean... Think about all the information that Joe Rogan was able to get out just because he had 11 million listeners per show. Yeah. Like, and by they could, far. they couldn't stand it. So when he had all the stuff they, like, when they, so when he had COVID, they said he took horse dewormer, and they actually took his picture and made his skin look yellow. Mm-hmm. From the video he posted, they went and they changed the call, they edited it to make him look sick. And then... When that didn't work, they brought a whole bunch of stuff that he was racist. He's a comedian. Like, go back and get any comedians, like, uh, and they it just no, nothing ever worked on it. Well, because he fought back. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever, if you ever just use the skepticism in your brain just to question things. Mm-hmm. And I put this out there to anyone on the left. 
or the right. I don't care. If you've ever put as much effort into believing what they're telling you, just look at how hard they go after certain people. Yeah. Why else would you do that? Because you don't want them to put out information that goes contrary to what you want to say? Mm-hmm. What, you, what they want you to believe. Well, this guy's going to screw that up. And he's got too big of an audience. So here's where we're going to try and discredit him. I don't need to get rid of all of his followers or his listeners. But if I can knock him down from 11 million per show down to eight. Yeah. Great. That's three million less that will believe his crap. Even though he's 100% true. But then the funny part is when they did it to him, his listenership skyrocketed. Yep. Because now a whole bunch of people are like, well, who is this guy? Unless Then they started listening to him. It blew up in their face. Well, I go back to that whole thing with Howard Stern. When NBC was going to get rid of him, they ran his numbers. The people that hated him listened to him for an hour longer than people that liked him. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to hear what he had to say next. They basically just drove people to Rogan. Yeah. And if they hated him, they listened to his show longer. Because they wanted to hear what he had to say next. Did they necessarily believe him? Not necessarily. But if if they listened to the show long enough, and he's bringing on people that have the same credentials as the people that you're spewing out that are talking about the other crap, well, maybe this person has credibility. So it's like... You know, they're only hearing from Peter Hotez, yeah, who is a, a medical doctor researcher down in Texas now. Well, Joe has Brett Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Both of them have MD. Yeah, or, he has, or, or maybe Brett's got the PhD. Brett, but yeah, I think so. There's two Weinstein's. Yeah, they're both like PhDs. One is a evolutionary biologist kind of close to it's funny because he said when the whole when they're all doubting the lab leak theory he was like anyone who works in the lab is like that's how that got out mm-hmm. you know it's it's just like anyone who's been around guns you know at a firearms range like accidental discharge like they'll say oh that's how that they'll have an idea of how that happened you know it's just because you've been around something long enough you're like okay anyone who's in the business will tell you that's how that happened so but except this one it was different <laughs> like not true this time. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like, yeah, because Rogan had Peter McCullough, and then I forget the other doctor he had on. One of them was actually, like, held the patent for mRNA. Robert Malone. Yeah. Dr. Malone. And there was the other doctor from the UK, John Campbell. Mm-hmm. And I, they torched that guy, too. Yeah. All, John Campbell's an older guy. He's not, I don't think he's practicing doctor anymore. He would literally just go and use the uh, the the NIH from NIH being the UK NIH, mm-hmm. their data. He was using their data and saying, "Well, this is what the data means." And like, oh no, that's not right. That's not right. He kind of knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he he's someone who knows how to decipher statistics and data, and all he's doing is just telling us what it means. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's not what it means. Okay, well, then tell us what it means. It means everything's safe and effective. Show me the numbers. Where He's showing me numbers and data that that tell me these things. Like, he's backing up his statements with data. Yeah. What are you... You're not. Yeah, he's bringing the receipts. Yeah. And it's like... But, like, when they went, at, when they went after Rogan, it was one thing after another. Yeah. 
And then they went after Spotify mm-hmm. because they had Rogan on the show. Oh, and all the freaking washed up hippie, which is so crazy to me. All these people who were counterculture against the man in Vietnam are all of a sudden just like scared old establishment shells. Like Neil Young. Yeah. Neil Young was one of them. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what happened? You used to be cool, man. Like, what happened to you? When Rage Against the Machine became like, follow the government, wear the mask, I'm like, bro, your name's Rage Against the Machine. Right. Like, what are you doing? Here's the machine. Yeah. Rage Against Start it. Start raging. Yeah. <laughs> Not lay down for the machine. Like, the the band that's like, you know, uh, Killing in the name of and rolling down Rodeo with a shotgun, like, dude, wh- where's you know, <laughs> where well, are you? Like the last thirty years, the government all, all of a sudden got became they, nice. They became great, and that's you know that's what I don't get. Like, and then you have people like our parents' generation who trusted corporations and trusted the media, and they say, oh, well, what happened? I don't think anything happened. I think they've been lying to us since they since day one. People just found out. Yeah. So when they couldn't control the media narrative to everybody, some people found out. Mm-hmm. And then some people told other people. And then those people got platforms, which is why YouTube t- today is still censoring information. Mm-hmm. You know, and the funny thing is like they said, well, well this person was able to put out something on RFK Jr. So you guys must have done something wrong. Well, I, I or what, they, what did they put out on RFK Jr. A hit piece, right? Or, like, right. You know what I mean? Like what? What was it? Right. And that's the the thing. Like, or maybe it's big. Maybe that channel is big enough where they can't take it down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but for us, you know, we get what maybe. I think our best episodes get three to five hundred views on YouTube. We're not. Yeah. A, we're not a video platform. Yeah. I mean, our Jason Aldean one got two hundred views. Great, you know it's not it's not big big numbers on YouTube, so for them to take ours down, nobody even knew it was up, mm-hmm. right? Until we told everyone it was down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you can watch it on other platforms <laughs> or listen to it over here. Yeah, um, but it just goes to show they don't listen to the episodes because if they were to listen to that episode. Only part of that was about JFK Jr. Yeah. We talked about every other political candidate mm-hmm. that was in the running. And we did it because we just were running them, running down. Yeah. all Like, why are they running? Who are they? You know, it, it, I don't think we, and we weren't endorsing any of them. We were no. just saying, these are the people that are running. You might want to look into them. That's it. Yeah. Um, we kind of mentioned how they, like, people were going after RFK a little bit, but... I think if if there was a an election, I don't know if I'd vote for RFK Jr. But the fact is, I like the fact that he's running because I don't think any president should just be nominated on their own again. Like it's good to debate and and have another person in the same party debate you. I wonder if the Democrat Party would let anyone debate Joe Biden. I don't think. When was the last time, when was the last time he gave an actual interview? Well, the the last couple of public speeches he's had have not gone well. No. Um, and look, I, I wish they would go well. Yeah, that's the I don't just want... Just be coherent. 
well, I don't want any president to fail because that means that we're all failing. You know what I mean? Like that. 100%. I might not vote for you, but once you're in, I, I want you to do well. Yeah, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And let's go. Yeah. I don't want to see what's happened to him happen to him. Yeah. Now, there's this other stuff coming out about the business dealings, and I don't know where that's going to go. I'm wondering if they're going to use that to let him go, to make him not run again. But they don't have a deep bench. They put all they they wasted all their draft picks on on uh, Kamala Harris and they're she's not, been hidden away. They're not going to let her run. Um, Gavin Newsom has been out there. The problem is, is a, a Democrat from the state of California is known as the uh, most liberal of Democrats that there is. Yeah. And the problem is though, is that people don't see him as a liberal Democrat. They see him as a Democrat. Yeah. That's it. They don't. They see him as an activist governor mm-hmm. that hasn't been doing anything that the liberal establishment, not establishment, but, the, but people with liberal values. He's done nothing yeah. in that area. I mean, the homelessness in San Francisco and L.A., liberal folks and the old, old, old style Democrats, or I shouldn't say too old style, but the old liberal policy would be to take care of the homeless, you know, not not just let them live on the street. Yeah. Get them help. Like, that's supposed to be the compassionate party. But you're just letting them live on the street, it, it, doing, doing the drugs. I mean. Yeah. It, and just making your city unsafe. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about two major cities on the West Coast. Yeah. That are... If you talk to people that are out there, they say it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so is he? I, I don't see him as a liberal Democrat governor. I see him as just a Democrat establishment. Yeah, shill at this point. Mm-hmm. That's, I, he's not going to get voted in unless something happens. And when you look around, you're like, who? Who else is? Because they all just went so hard. They all made that such a hard, like, like they just like veer, like glide left, like they broke left. Yeah. Like I mean, it was a straight up like ninety degree bank angle, pull back on the stick. We're we're be- breaking left, and it's like all of them did it as almost on cue. Now there's some. I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, in Maryland here we've got Wes Moore, but then he went and passed some stupid thing where he wants to ban gasoline powered cars in Maryland by 2035. What planet are you on? Well, I think they, they just adopted the California rule. Yeah. So California makes these EPA rules, and other states adopt them. Yeah. And, and we were one that adopted. Now, it doesn't have to go into effect until who knows when. 20, A- after the next governor election, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but the the they went after a lot of different groups of people that mm-hmm. would normally vote Democrat. Yeah. Like, you went after people's kids and the classrooms. And I get pushback on this from my own wife. She's like, it's not happening here. I'm like, no, it's not happening here. It's happening elsewhere. Yeah. And it will eventually maybe get here. But it is happening to other yeah. people. But the only some of the other stuff, like, uh, Jimmy Dore talks about it a lot. When, when Joe Biden shut down the rail wor- railroad workers' strike. You can't do that. Not as a Democrat president. Yeah. 
you're you're for the unions, man. Yeah, but see, they're 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 for the uniparty. It's just it's all that that matters. So a, a lot, a lot of um, they lifted up the curtain a little bit, or a lot, like with how heavy the Democrat cities and states went on the lockdowns, mm-hmm. and the, the Republicans did not. Yeah, I mean the Republicans essentially won by doing nothing, mm-hmm. just by public perception. Yeah, of 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 people that were allowed to see it, that were allowed to see the difference. Um. People that are allowed to see the difference see these people go to uh, board of education meetings. Uh, they're allowed to see the books. They're still talking about, and up in Vermont, they're still doing a political stunt where they're talking about books that got banned. Okay, the book is not banned. You can buy the book. People just don't want some of these books in elementary and middle schools. Well, yeah, and I, I that's, looked, that's it. That, that, that's yeah. what it is. And there's, they don't want it in the children's section of a public library. Yeah. They're not banned. You can. It's not like you can't buy them. Right. It's not. There's no book burning going on. Correct. It's just you can. And you know, there's probably plenty of books that can't be. That you're not going to have in, in a. Uh, they don't put Hustler in an elementary school. Right. You can still get Hustler. Yep. If you're don't have the internet for some odd reason and need it, right. <laughs> <laughs> you might go to the truck stop to buy your reading material. Sure. Then go ahead. Sure. It's just not. It's not banned though. Right. But it, it go. It's in an appropriate section, yeah, of a of a place where people can go get it, you know, or you can buy it on yeah. Amazon or put it in the adult section of the library. And I, I looked at I think that one book was Gender Queer is yeah. the one that they were, and I I thumbed through it. It was it was at a bookstore I was at, and I just want to see what it was all about. And I looked, and I was like, I don't really want my kids looking at this. It it literally has a picture of a one youth giving a a blowjob to another youth. Yeah. And I don't care what gender those two youths were. I don't, I, yeah. Pics of, of actual pictures of blowjobs don't need to be in an elementary school. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, but I'm what they really do is they go and they use it as, oh, you're, you're this or that phobic. No, no, it's I don't want my kids looking at that. I don't I, want them looking at that any more than I want them on Pornhub. Right, it, right. It, and like, I'm not even saying that that book is Pornhub. However, to a child who can't read and can just look at pictures, it may as well be the same thing. Which, by the way, is how they're teaching kids how to read because yeah. they're not teaching them the words. <laughs> right. They're and just, how to read. They're yeah. teaching them to you know, take clues from the pictures. Yeah. Well, if the picture is a beager. Is a fucking <laughs> HJ. <laughs> yeah. You know, or a ZJ. You know, then maybe they shouldn't be in elementary school. Yeah. You know, it, but people don't want to be reasonable about it. They just want to be upset. Yeah, they just want to be out. They want to be angry at something. Right. You, and you're the problem. You're doing this. Yeah. Well, okay. Have you actually seen the book? Well, no. I just know it says gender queer. So you're you're transphobic or you're anti LGBTQ. You could call it Happy Butterflies, and I still don't want them looking at it. Well, there, there's another book that, that apparently it had some. It had um. Said some, it was like happy balloons or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, my kid brought it home because he likes hot air balloons. But it, it wasn't about hot air balloons. It was about, um, uh, I believe, boy on boy oh, fun times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, that shouldn't be in the children's section. Yeah, it's a big, like... It, <laughs> it's, it, that, that, that's deceiving. Yeah. You've got a picture of a cartoon drawing of a hot air balloon. And the title is like "Happy Hot Air Balloons," 
and you put it in the children's section. Like what would, and what, it's specifically sexual in nature. But I wonder what would make people upset. Like, say, YouTube Kids. You went to www.youtubekids.com, and it goes to it immediately links to Pornhub. Mm. Hopefully, everyone would have a problem with that. I don't like it when my kids go on YouTube Kids. They watch a video and an ad pops up and it's of some violent movie. Yeah. I don't want my kids seeing that either. Yeah. I mean, the fact is there are some things that are age appropriate. Mm-hmm. Can we at least get our hand, yeah. heads around that? But some of them are like, oh, no, we should, be able, we should show them anything from like age three and on. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Then there's a, another book that came out. It's about penguins. Okay. And it was like two boy penguins. And there was a, like, they really wanted to raise a a chick like a baby penguin so they got a rock and they pretended and then there was another like penguins that had laid eggs but they couldn't take care of it so they gave it to these two and they raised it and it was it turns out there was nothing it was the only the only thing that would could get anyone fired up was there two boy pe- who cares it was a kid relatable story it was appropriate for kids to watch i don't care if it's two boy penguins right i i, I i'm fine with it right. I, I don't I don't care about that. I don't, but there was no graphic, like, it wasn't a graphic novel. And, yeah, and it's not going into sexuality. Yeah. It's two parents taking care of a child. Yeah. Who, the gender wasn't a thing. Yeah. In the book, it's not laid out as a being a big deal. Yeah, it's just, right. you know, saying, hey, these are two dude penguins that are taking care of a, that are raising a baby penguin. Right. And that's okay. And that's, it was like, it's a cool story. I haven't even read it. I, because the right's so fired up about the dumb penguin book, I almost want to go buy it. Right. Just to see, like, okay, you guys are real. Again, and we've said it before, time and time, like, even the Jason Aldean episode, where, like, both sides are getting fired up over dumb shit. Yep. And I'm convinced it's just a distraction. So that the, the you know, the establishment freaking uniparty can go continue to do their dirt and make a shitload of money off of everybody. So... Well, I mean, they're running out of how many times they can indict Donald Trump and make him the boogeyman. Did you see that that, <laughs> if you add up, like if he received the maximum penalty for everything, it's like 800 years and the death penalty. Yeah. Is what, and I'm like, and then the one, Jimmy Dore went through through the one indictment uh, last week and essentially like in the indictment, they said that everything he did was lawful except because he did it, it's an indictment. Like it's just, it's, in the indictment says that everything he was doing was was lawful for any it's it's legal to question the results of an election it's legal to protest and then i want to say like they keep calling it the insurrection so the right wing gun nuts show up to the capitol to overthrow the government but don't bring their guns no guns it just it doesn't it but people just oh it's the insurrection we 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 made this comparison before for people that call it an insurrection, go look through history at actual insurrections. Yeah. They bring heavy guns. Tanks. They, they don't even bring just the pistols. Yeah. They bring submachine guns. hmm And they mow people down. And I'll give you the examples right now. So there was one, I believe it was in 2020, is the one in Myanmar, where they killed everybody. Yeah, probably funded by the U.S. government. Maybe. <laughs> But they killed everyone in the government and, and, and reinstalled the junta, I believe. Yeah. Okay. The Ba'athist Party in Syria in the 1960s mm-hmm. and or 70s. I don't remember which year, which decade. 
the Ba'athist party in Iraq when Saddam Hussein came to power. Uh, I believe that was in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. No, maybe late 70s. Early 80s. I think it was early 80s. Anyway, <clears throat> those were insurrections. It was those, a, they were armed insurrections it, where they killed the ruling class. Yeah. Egypt, when they killed Anwar Sadat, mm-hmm. they like so they ran up and chucked hand grenades into the stands where he was sitting. Mm-hmm. Like, And what people don't understand is like when these happen, they don't just knock off the president or whoever's in charge. They kill everyone and their families and their kids. They want to make sure that that never comes back again. Because if one of them survives and is able to establish some influence, then they're afraid of the same things that happen to them. So they have to wipe out everybody. I just feel like that's how jaded some people are in this country. That they call, look, was that a good thing? No. Sit the fuck, go the fuck home. Yeah. yeah. Stop trying to jump into the fucking Capitol. Yeah. You ain't going to do shit. You're, you're a clown. Yeah. You know, but the people that are getting all up in arms are just as clownish. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what an insurrection looks like. Yeah. You insufferable, coddled piece of shit. Right. You do not know what an insurrection looks like. Look into history. Mm-hmm. Look at the pictures yeah. from those insurrections with people, their brains oh, yeah. laying out on the ground. Yep. And not one person. Yeah. 50, mm-hmm. 100. Yeah. Because the military decided to take over or a political party. And essentially, this is how it happens. They essentially take over a, a, a political party or another party will essentially get the military leaders on their side because they bribe them with some kind of riches at the end. Yeah. The military leaders then get the rank and file in line, and they go and they kill the ruling class. Yep. And the military and, leaders that aren't on the side of the thing, they kill them too. They kill them too. And it's not happy killings. Yeah. It's not, oh, slap it's not on the sterile. wrist. And it's not like, heart, like you know, heart attacks in the middle of the night. No. They literally pump them full of 20 bullet holes mm-hmm. with submachine guns and literally make their faces unrecognizable. And then they hang them in this public square for everyone to see. Bingo. And then they go do it to their families. Yeah. And their children. And their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire family gets wiped out. Yeah. That's an insurrection. But the coddled people in this country never, ever look into history before they speak. it's mind-numbing to me that these are the people that are going to look at you straight in the face when you say that January 6th wasn't an insurrection and they're going to be just appalled at you. Yeah. You're the animal. Yeah. How dare you? Right. They're going to Greta Thunberg you. Mm -hmm. How dare you? Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, how do you take that person seriously? Right. You're not a serious person. Not at all. I'm sorry. Just do, do a Google search. On your phone. You don't have to go far. You're that, you don't even have to crack open a book. Nope. You can watch a video about it. I know. There, there, I'll give you two movies right now. The Spy goes over the, the Syria Syrian insurrection. And House of Saddam mm-hmm. goes over the Iraqi one. Watch them. Yeah. Well, those are just Hollywood productions. Yeah, and they were freaking real. Mm-hmm. Or Argo. Look at Argo. Argo was the one with the, uh, Ben Affleck. About the uh, um, the Islamic Revolution in Iran. 
By all means, look at those instead. Don't listen mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Again, this is not a factual podcast at all. Yeah. Zero facts. All feelings. <laughs> Go watch those three movies. Yeah. And, and the thing is... Then read a book and yeah. make sure... And fact check them for me. And, and the, the... Like, what happened at the Capitol on January 6th wasn't good. No. It wasn't a good look. Again, clown show. But it wasn't an insurrection. Not at all. You know, democracy was never in... in you know, they're, they're a threat to our democracy. Like, eh, I, I'm going to... Like, the Buffalo Shaman... Who's still in prison, by the way. No, he got out. Oh, he's out now? Okay. He got out like two months ago. Yeah, so he was in jail for what? Jacob Chainsley. Two years? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, he was waiting for trial for a long time. Yeah. And he finally got out. But yeah. he was a buffoon. Yeah. But if that's the guy you got to worry about. He was a about, crazy person. Well, if you got to worry, if that's the guy you got to worry about overtaking the government, we're yeah. okay. Yeah. Or, or Buffalo Bob or Alaskan Bob or yep. whatever that guy was in Alaska that had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Mm-hmm. Should he have been there? No. Put him in jail, trespassing, whatever else you want to do. Charge him for charge him with the appropriate offense, which is trespassing, which had anyone else done that, probably would have been sight release. I mean, shoot, I don't care if you add on seven or eight other charges to the dude. Yeah. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. doing dumbass shit. Yeah. What the old saying is, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Well, mm-hmm. they did. They played the stupid game. Let them win the stupid prizes. I don't care. I'm not trying to defend them and saying that they are awesome people. Yeah. No. They they suck. Put them in jail. Do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. But this is not an insurrection. Yeah. Not none none whatsoever. Yeah. One person died. Yeah. And it was one of the people trying to. Yeah. And look. And Sicknick, the U.S. Capitol officer, they they said that 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 didn't, it was a it was a medical issue independent of that. that and, and and the lady that died, Ashley Babbitt, Bobbitt, whatever her name was. Again, play stupid games, win stupid yeah. prizes. You shouldn't. You the guy literally had a gun pointed at your head, and you still try to jump through the window. Guess what? You got shot. And I, I look at that. I I almost guarantee you that was some sort of like, hey, this is like this is the Alamo. Anything comes through that door gets shot. But look, I think hot take here should have gotten shot. Yeah. You did something really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. The guy had a gun pointed at your head. Yeah, Remember, it's like the thing where where people talk about like, um, well, the guy shouldn't have ran from the police. He, you know, should have complied. Same situation. Yeah, what, like, what do you think was going to happen? Right. Same situation. Yeah. Or like when the guy goes and makes a gun out of like a, a, a fake looking gun out of something and like runs around and like draw. Like, what did you think was going to happen there? Like you, like you don't have to be a genius to kind of plot this thing or pretty you to like be a fortune teller to predict the future to think was going to happen here like a reasonable person would be like that's probably a dumb thing to do well this went off the rails yeah we'll, hey. wow <laughs> i don't even remember where we started uh football <laughs> dude did we really start fantasy football we did. okay all right then <laughs> and how well i said i'm tired of fantasy football and then we woke we, we were like okay then let's get away from it <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If we enraged you, let us know we enraged you. If you agree with us, let us know you agree with us. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Um, appreciate Cheers and Spirit from the Arnold Station Plaza and Brian Schilling at uh, AnnapolisHomeExperts.com with Long and Foster Realty in Annapolis. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you next time.